97.7 ACKFM. I have with me in the studio the voices of Whaler football, Scott Capizzo and Mark Manchester. Good morning, guys. Good morning, Andrew. Good morning, and thanks for having us. Absolutely. So tell me, what happened under the Friday Night Lights? Friday Night Lights was an amazing extravaganza, if you will. We had a blast, Mark and I, calling that game, and it was a miracle. It was amazing to watch that team perform like that. One thing I really noticed was we have the three most important elements on a team, and that's speed, speed, and more speed. They were super fast, huh, Mark? Uh, they certainly were, Scott. And, uh, you know, I got to attribute the 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 integrity or the character of this uh, team by turning the page against Mashpee and focusing on uh, on, on Nosset, and it was like night and day, a total 180 Um the defense was certainly um, consistent as they've been all season. The uh, the front line, uh, defensive line, uh, Sawyer, Corby, uh, Stanley. Uh, I mean, in the ends, Casp and Bennett still amazing. The linebacking core, Downey and Murphy, um, and the safeties and the and the cornerbacks just solid all around. Um, and it was exciting to see the offense, like you said, uh, turn it around a little bit. They struggled in the first half, but just kept going with their game plan. And then all of a sudden, it was an offensive explosion um, mixed in with some great special teams plays, as we saw with Bodden. Um, a wonderful 102-yard uh, interception return by Garner Ray, unfortunately negated by a touchdown, but exciting nonetheless. Exactly. And when, you know, when they first came in here, they had their number 52 on defense there, and he looked like it might be a tough, long day for Nantucket. Yep. But our team was really tough and strong, especially up front. Those guys were delivering the boom. And I'll tell you what, the other team was feeling it. You could see them visibly, especially on our side of the field, you could see them coming over limping, all banged up, bruised up. And I knew that we had won the battle up front and we were about to win the war. Absolutely. I mean, they were definitely playing to the whistle and you saw that classic Nantucket Whaler defensive gang, gang tackling throughout the contest. Um, you know, there were sacks had by Casp, Fox, Corby, Bennett. Uh, Bennett also had a forced fumble, uh, Downey fumble recovery on that forced fumble. Murphy and Boucher also had ha uh, half a sack each, um, and it was exciting too as the game progressed. The um, other, some of the younger guys, underclassmen, got on the field to get a taste of the action and uh, being being able to compete and getting that game real live game feel. So when they're called upon, they can go in and hopefully blend in seamlessly. All that time that they get to spend on the field now, it's it's just gravy. It's all icing on the cake. You know, Nossett had that quarterback, and he was pretty athletic and he had some size to him yep. but he started taking some hits and uh after that <laughs> it was all aces as they say oh yeah no he was definitely a gamer but i'm sure he was icing up all day on saturday morning uh, <laughs> i mean he was laboring uh, dylan white is his name and he he was a gamer but uh nantucket's defense uh you know getting a shutout is fantastic and and uh that's you know even when uh Nasa was driving at the end, but Nantucket held their ground and uh, 38 to nothing is the result. So they're two and one on the season. You know, it was a beautiful thing. So shout out to the coaches for having them all prepared. Shout out for the uh, fitness of the, our team and the mental. And to me, I really saw that team shift and change and become a unit on the field. And I'd love to see that transfer over into this week coming up. 
Well, I, I think that's going to be a focus or a mantra for this week against West Bridgewater, a a formidable opponent for Nantucket uh, throughout the years. They always play Nantucket tough. Doesn't matter what their records are. It just seems they elevate their game, and they're coming off a, a shellacking of Bourne. They beat Bourne 49 to nothing. And mm-hmm. I did a little read-up last night, some research, and they are confident as, as Nantucket is in their offense. They have big play players, their defense and offense. So their coach, uh, Justin Kogler, He's very, very confident, as is some of their uh, players like uh, uh, Devin Hensley and Will DeLuca, a junior running back. So they're looking to come at Nantucket on Saturday afternoon at 2.30 at uh, Capizo, Vito Capizo Stadium. <laughs> and I'm looking forward to being there as well. But yeah, I do. I just want to say one thing about our offense. It was like night and day again. I have to go back to that uh, cliche against Mashpee. I mean, Carlos struggled. We're not, no one, everyone saw struggling on, on against Mashpee, but boy, did he turn it around and he threw with confidence, moxie, poise. Um, and uh, he just got the ball, he just kept throwing and throwing, and um, he benefited from that. And also, the big plays that we've, we've been talking about, we all know about Bloys and Bodden, and they got a chance to explode. And you got to give your hats off to sophomore Jaquan Francis for that 93 yard touchdown run. Uh, followed up by uh, Martin's uh, PAT. So the young guys are getting in the game, and uh, that's exciting because there's they're they're reloading. Exactly. And at the beginning of the game, you were concerned that there wasn't a um, a nice balance of inside to outside running. Do you feel that the team overcame that? I think so. They they you know uh, I recall um, Caden Shea had a nice run on on Friday night and uh, it was a double handoff inside and those double handoffs always make me nervous just watching it because bad things can happen right <laughs> but um, no I think you know they baited them with the inside and sucked them in and I ultimately were able to get the uh, the speedsters uh, boys and Bodden on the outside and Francis on that last run so um, you know you've got to have a mix because uh, you got to keep them guessing. <laughs> I'd be remiss if we didn't really focus in on boys and Bodden's play. Um, talk about elusiveness. You know, they pitched him the ball. He cut right, he cut left. I saw him. <laughs> he was shaking more players out of their cleats than I've ever seen. I mean, those moves are fantastic. Especially on grass. It's very, very impressive. And, uh, you know, Justin Bloys, he was our stop and shop player of the game on Saturday. And uh, he had a strong, you know, Bodden came up, to, you know, at the end of the game. And, and he's going to get there, I'm sure. He, we've got a lot of football left. and uh, um, But it was uh, an impressive uh, display of uh, explosiveness and speed by, by those, those two guys. We're really fortunate to have them. And we're really fortunate to have all of the players on the team. So hats off to them. They should be very proud of themselves. Enough of that. Let's get to work this week and get prepared for West Bridgewater. Sounds like a plan, Scott. See you guys then. 2.30 p.m. Vito Capiza Stadium, 97.7 ECKFM. Go Whalers. Go Whalers.